Hello, and welcome to Converge Church. We're so glad you joined us today. Today's worship experience will begin momentarily. If you're a first-time guest with us, we are honored to have you here. Please feel free to stop by the Connection Center in the lobby or ask one of our team members if you have any questions. We're here to serve you. And if you're a returning guest or you're part of our Converge family, we'd like to say welcome back. Once again, thank you for being our guest today and enjoy the rest of the worship experience. Hello, Converge family. How y'all doing today? This is a day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. What a wonderful celebration we have today. We are so excited. We have so many things to celebrate. First and foremost, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, we give you honor. We give you praise and glory today as we enter into this place. For those of you that are joining us for the first time, you might see some things that are a little different than we normally do, uh, but we have a lot of special presentations today. We are so excited too to be back with live worship for the first time in quite a while. We're so pleased to be back in the house of the Lord and to be able to see all of your faces and just fellowship together. And uh, we're going to have a great time today. Why don't you stand to your feet as we go into praise and worship. We ask you to join in, pat your feet, clap your hands, and let's praise the Lord. Every morning, giving me life, 
looks good on you. Freedom looks good on you. So freedom looks good on you. Freedom looks good on you. Try it on. Try it on.
you didn't hear me let's give it up for converge worship hallelujah thank you Jesus as my grandmother used to say won't he do it won't he do it hallelujah wow what a great time of worship thank you so much the Spirit of the Lord was all in that and Lord we just thank you God for this wonderful day God we know this is going to be a wonderful experience and for those of you that are here and those that are going to be joining us online, the World Wide Web, we just say, God bless you. And we know that you'll be blessed in this service today. Let us go into prayer as we go into our next phase, which will be our Holy Communion. Father God, we love you. We love you, Lord. We praise you, God, for this day and this time of worship. Lord, we just thank you for the freedom that we have to worship you, Lord, and know that anything that we ask, God, you will answer. And God, we just pray that as we go into the rest of this service, Lord, that you would move by your spirit. Any needs, Lord, any hurts, God, 
any healings, Lord, that need to flow through this place, God, we just let, ask you to let your spirit permeate this place, God. And we know that you will get the glory in everything that we do, Lord. God, we pray for our pastor today, our pastors, God. We pray for this special celebration, God. And we just honor you in everything that we do. And we know that it's going to be a blessing. And as we finish out today, Lord, we pray that you would let your spirit follow us, God, and let people see the you in us. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can somebody say Jesus? Jesus. It's just a blessing to be here today as we're about to go into our communion service. We just bless God for what God is doing here at Converse Church. Everybody have the communion in their hands. There's a verse in the book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 8. It goes like this. For God commanded his love towards us. In that while we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. When Jesus was with his disciples, he told them that I want you to do this as often as you can to remember my death and resurrection. And this is a very important moment in the life of the church and as believers. I would say a prayer, a prayer of thanksgiving to tell God thank you for what he has done. And a prayer of consecration as we partake of the Lord's Supper. It's not something we take lightly. It's so important in the life of the Christian. Praise the Lord. Dear God, we bless you. We want to say thank you for salvation. We want to say thank you for eternal life. Lord, we bless you. We say thank you for the victory we have in you. And Father, as we partake of this Lord's Supper, this communion, Father, if there is any sin in our lives, forgive us. If there is any wickedness, take it away. We thank you so much for your love and your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You have it already. You will take the bread. I think my job. You will take the bread. right there. we we'll eat all of it. Let's eat all of it. And let's take the cup. Let's drink all of this. Represent his blood. God bless you. Amen. Worthy is your name Jesus you deserve the praise Worthy is your name Worthy is your name Jesus You deserve the praise Worthy is your name Worthy is your name
shall be exalted now in the heavens as your glory fills this place you alone deserve our praise you're the name above all names be exalted now in the heavens as your glory fills this place you alone deserve our praise you're the name of
He is always worthy. And we just bless your name today, God, because you alone are deserving of all glory, all honor, all praise, all worship. We lift you high, God, in this moment, in this sacred moment, just to bring into remembrance and say to you that we recognize how worthy you are. You're good, and we have so much to be grateful for. So we just thank you for this moment, God. Oh, we bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name, Father. How holy and wonderful and gracious and good and kind and faithful and merciful you are. Amen. It's kind of hard to interrupt a moment like this with worship because I think we could go on for quite some time. But I just want to take a quick moment to say welcome to Converge Live, our in-person worship experience. You guys, we have returned from home to corporate in-person worship, and we are, amen. Yes, yes. We are so very excited to see you. We're so happy to be here to serve you and your families. So thank you for joining us today. We also want to take a quick moment to give a shout out to Converge Nation, our online virtual family. Please be seated, everyone. Please be seated. Our online virtual family that joins us each week via rebroadcast. So thank you, Converge Nation. And we see some very familiar faces, but a lot of new faces. So if this is your first time worshiping with us here at Converge, we say thank you for choosing to join us. We are honored to have you here. To celebrate your first time with us, we do have a small gift. So we just ask that you would stop by the Welcome Center at the end of the worship experience. One of our servant leaders can get that gift to you. It's a small token of appreciation and just our way of saying thank you for choosing to spend this very special day with us. Um, yeah, so we're also coming up to what I would consider to be the best part of our service today, um, the Blessed Life segment. This is our opportunity to partner with God in what He's doing in the earth through Converge Church, and uh, we're really excited. So as I was praying about um, this segment, I kept coming to John 10.10, or really the second part of John 10.10. 10. And so instead of calling this the blessed life segment, I'd like to change it a little bit and call it the abundant life segment. For, for He came to give us life and to give it more abundantly. And so as I was praying, I was like, Lord, with the abundant life segment, what are you really trying to do for us? And I felt impressed that the Lord was challenging us as we return to in-person worship, as we do worship even online converge family i feel like god is challenging us so if you're a first time guest or if you're visiting with us um, you do not have to feel obligated to give but if you call converge church your home if you're a friend of converge church uh, we'd like you to really prayerfully consider partnering us with us financially and and as you do so as i was thinking about john 10 10 the other thing that god reminded me of is there are very few places in scripture where we are allowed to test God. 
Yet in Malachi 3.10, he says, test me and see. For he promises to open the floodgates of heaven and he will give you something you will not have room enough to hold. And so as we give today, we should give with a cheerful heart, knowing that even this moment, God is saying, whatever you have to give, test me with that. Test me and see what I will do with it. Test me and see if I will not multiply it beyond your capacity to even hold it. So Converge Nation, as we give today, let us test the goodness of the Lord. Let us test His faithfulness on this one promise where He says, I will open the floodgates of heaven. Let us test Him as we do so. I want you to prayerfully consider that. And uh, as we do so, here at Converge, we have multiple ways to give. We have really three ways to give. You can give in person and our ushers uh, have the envelopes. If you need one, please raise your hand and they will get one to you. Uh, please, we ask that you fill that envelope out in its entirety so we could properly account uh, for your giving. You can also give via text. You do so by texting Converge Give plus the dollar amount you'd like to give to 77977. And then you can also give online. Now, it's a good, good weekend of celebration here at Converge. We're celebrating a lot. One of the things that we are celebrating Converge is our very own Pastor Ray's Jubilee birthday. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. God has been faithful. God has been faithful, the big 5-0. But God has also been faithful to the Harmons as well because we're also celebrating 21 years of marital bliss for Pastors Ray and Wendy. Yeah. So we are so excited. Um, so as you give, um, if you feel pressed to give a gift to Pastors Ray and Wendy, uh, if you're giving online, there's going to be a section on there that says a love offering for our pastors. Uh, if you'd like to give to them, please do that. And if you're giving in person on our offering envelopes, we have a, a section that says other. If you could just write there love offering, then we will know that that's the gift that's going to Pastors Ray and Wendy. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, let us pray and bless the gifts today. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. Father, we thank you that you are so, so good. That Father, even in your word, you say, even if we are unfaithful, you, you remain faithful because you cannot deny yourself. So Lord, as we look to you, as we look to you, Father, with the gifts that we have, we are reminded of the woman with only the two mites. And Lord, we remember how you said she gave better than all the other people who gave out of the abundance that they had. So Father, whatever we are able to give today, we give to you with thanksgiving. And Lord, we await expectantly and confidently on you to act on your word because your word does not return to you void, but it accomplishes everything that you set it out to accomplish. So Father, we thank you for these gifts and we ask that you bless the hands that have given and even those hearts that want to give but are unable. Father, we know that you are the one that gives us all good things. No good thing shall you withhold from your people. So Father, we thank you for all those gifts and we thank you for what you're doing in the lives of our pastors, what you're doing in and through Converge Church. We give you all the honor, all the praise, and all the glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. You want to say a little song? Well, I, I thought we were done, but I don't think we're done. I think before you and I exit stage right, we have a little something for a very special someone.
Amen. All right. Well, um, it's a full house today. Pastor Ray, you've seen a lot of faces you haven't seen in a while. But there's still some faces you still haven't seen. <laughs> and uh, all these people have much, much, much love for you. And uh, yeah, this is what they have to say. In Jesus' name. Querida, muitas felicidades, muitos anos de vida. Happy birthday, viva! Feliz aniversário! Many blessings to you, Pastor Ray. That may God bless you, keep you, guard you, and give you lots of favor. Okay, say. And give you lots of love. Hey, Pastor Ray, this is Brooks. I uh, just want to wish you a very happy 50th birthday. Uh, you've meant so much to me, uh, Chastity, our marriage uh, over the years, and we can't thank you enough for all the, the love and wise counsel uh, and effort and wisdom you've poured into us. So we hope this day and uh, your anniversary, your birth anniversary, is everything you thought it would be and more. Again, uh, here's to at least another 50 more for you, and we hope to see you soon. The love is deep and wide, my man. Pastor Ray, hey, just wanted to wish you a happy 5-0. It's just a number, nothing more. You've got another 50 years or more, and uh, just wanted to say happy birthday. Uh, Chris and I definitely appreciate you, Pastor Wendy, and I hope this next year and the years beyond bring you much grace and blessings. Happy birthday from our house to yours. Thank you. Hello, Pastor Ray. This is Damon and Camille Denson. And we'd like to take this opportunity to wish you a happy, happy 50th birthday. <laughs> we are just believing God that the next 50 years is going to be even better than the first 50 years of your life. Yeah. So we're praying for you, uh, praying for Pastor Wendy, praying for Nia, praying for Levi, praying for the entire Converge family, uh, but particularly for you, sir. We're just so excited that you have hit this significant milestone in your life and we're elated to see what God is going to do in your future. So once again, sir, we love you. Praying for everyone. Happy 50th birthday. Happy 50th. My auntie, mm. man, we were once boys. Now we men. But guess what, my man? You old, bye. You old, my man. Anyway, uh, happy birthday, my boy. Um, so many years, so many great memories boyhood days and even now as we're grown folks let me see here let's see if I can check it out the fam's back there from the Bambolos to the Harmers especially Ray Harmon happy birthday man and uh, just want to uh, remind you man how much of an encouragement you've been to a lot of us we've been friends for a long time you've been very steady very intelligent man, very motivated man, a very blessed man, obviously, with Wendy and, and the kids. And I'm so happy, Lord, uh, the Lord has allowed us to to share life together for such a long time. From looking at, you know, the threats of death, even as we look listen to what's happening in Ukraine, you know, you and I are connected at the hip with our life experiences and what that what war did to us or did for us or 
did in us, but nothing can compete with what we share with what God has done in us. So just want you to know how much uh, I appreciate you. Uh, we don't always talk, but when we do talk, it's what a, it's a blessing. And when we do get together, it's even more of a, of a, a blessed time. So keep loving that family, man. Keep loving that wife of yours. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep building that kingdom, that God's kingdom, not your kingdom, obviously. Building God's kingdom here on this earth. And that uh, you will indeed hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Love you, Ray. Um, you know, words couldn't express uh, for sure what uh, you mean to me as a brother, as a friend for all these years. So I pray you enjoy your 50th. You know, uh, we're both 50 now. I'm not sure what this stuff is, but we're both 50 doing things and enjoying uh, that God sees us worthy to have lived through some treacherous time, even to this day. So uh, just happy birthday and hope to see you and give you a hug sometime soon. And uh, thank you for this opportunity to share life with you. Hey, Ray, happy birthday, the big five zero! Wow, time does fly. Um, I just wanted to send you a message and let you know, um, even though to our t paths have gone different directions and we've lost a little bit of touch, you've always been in my life because you influenced it so, so much back in Tennessee and Soul Purpose. Um, I miss those days sometimes, and sometimes I reflect on those days and the connect connectedness we all had, and I appreciate it and miss it sometimes. And, but I wanted to also tell you how much um, you you as a person mean to me. Um, I remember walking into a room and your smile lit up the whole room and your joy overflowing. But one of the biggest things that I remember about you is your ability to love. You loved everybody um, in a unique and special way that we all felt special um, and a part of your life. And I so appreciate you and um, thank you for that, for showing Jesus' love in its true capacity for in, in human form. So I appreciate you. Um, I wish you many blessings. Thank you for the time with your guitar and singing together and harmonizing. I will never forget that and I treasure it often. Um, so happy birthday and many blessings to you and your family. Happy 50th birthday. Um, it's so good to be a part of this. I haven't talked to you in so long, but we had some good times back in the day, Fort Campbell. That beautiful little girl that Shane and I had is now 22. I want to wish you the best year ahead. It's been nice to see your family grow and your community at your church. And um, we still love you. We've always loved you. We miss you. Um, I, if I'm ever in Dallas, I'm coming to see you. And I hope that today is really fantastic. Hey, Pastor Ray, happy birthday to you. So glad to be able to celebrate um, this amazing day with you. So sorry I couldn't make it, but I hope this will be, um, you know, the best, the next best thing for you. Happy birthday to you. I pray that God blesses you with many, many more birthdays. May you feel the love, the joy, the peace, and everything else that you deserve, so deserve on this day. Um, here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Pastor Ray. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Love you. 
Hello there, Pastor Ray. It's Tina Campbell here. A really good friend of mine, Erica Bell, told me that it is your 50th birthday. So I just wanted to wish you a very, very happy birthday. God has been good to you and blessed you to see 50 good years. So I hope you celebrate today and all year long. Happy birthday to you, sir. Hello, Pastor Ray Harmon. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. A little word has told me to bless my music. Oh, praise God. I hope you feel loved and celebrated. I congratulate you on your years in ministry, on your years on the planet. Have a beautiful, amazing, wonderful, blessed birthday. God bless you. Hi, Cos. Raifa and Najwa. Wishing you a happy, happy, happy. 50th birthday. We just want to say we hope your day is awesome. We thank God for you. What an awesome and wonderful person that you yes. are. A man of God. Yes. A great example to his family. Yes. And we just say thank you. We thank God for you. We just want to ask him to continue to give you all of the desires of your heart. We love you. We love you. We love you. But before we even go, we just want to say, cause you are looking so fine. Come at on, 50. somebody. Come on, somebody. So fine at 50, cause. Come on, somebody. And so we know that the next 50, come on, somebody. They got nothing on you, cause. Nothing. Come on, somebody. You are doing it. We love you. Have a great, great, great 50th birthday. We're sorry we could not be there with you. Um, <laughs> the love is deep and wide, as you can see. Um, you are loved. You are so dearly loved. I'd like to have uh, Pastor Wendy come, please join me. Brother Chuck, for a second, if you would. Um, before I hand over it here to Pastor Wendy, I just wanted to give Brother Chuck just a second uh, to let you know what we're doing out here. Thank you, brother. Well, um, the men got together and we wanted to bless our pastor. So we actually had an opportunity to get together for brunch today and uh, share some fellowship with him. Uh, can't tell you as, as a man in the house um, how important it is for our leader to be an example. Um, a good example to us, a leader in the way he loves his wife and family, but uh, even more so the way he pours into us. And um, Pastor Ray, we just thank you as, as the men of um, Converge we just thank you for the leader that you are, and we appreciate you. And now, as your cousin said, your sharp brother. They, I think they said you were fine. But, he, hey, our pastor's always sharp. Look at him. He, he's always sharp, right? Um, so the brothers, you know, we got together and we said, well, you know what? We need to, we need to help him make sure he keeps being sharp. So uh, we got together and we put a little something together for you to do your shopping spree to go out and uh, mix with what you already got. And so this is $500 for your shopping spree, for you to go out and mix it up some more. So we present this to you in love. God bless you. And we appreciate you, Pastor. All right. And then uh, one more gift. <laughs> Yes, well, baby, for those of you who don't know me, if you're watching for the first time, I belong to the fine Pastor Ray. And so, yes, we by default married on his birthday. I was teaching school at the time, and the pastor he was working for said, my man, you cannot have off any time in the summer. So Saturday, March 4th, March 
3rd was the first Saturday leading into spring break. So as he turned 50, we turned 21. And so it has been... The Lord has been good, and I will not say any more because then I will preach and cry, and I didn't wear my preaching shoes. But as you see, we had so many people on the video, and we tried to get so many more people to do videos and, you know, technology, and, and just people just couldn't do it. And so some people said, you know, I'm not about that video life. I'm just going to come and wish him happy birthday in person. And so all the way from Atlanta... We have coming to the stage, Atlanta and Dallas at the same time. Come on out. <laughs> Begin you clown you. Fool me, 50? What? Happy birthday, bro. Happy birthday. Glad to be here. It's been a long time coming. It has been, but I just want to come personally and say happy, happy birthday, my brother. And um, I'm really pleased to be in the presence of the Lord and, and God-fearing people. Thank you so much for having me. All right. And you know, since I am Liberian by marriage, and for those of you who don't know, if you may be watching, Pastor Ray is Liberian. So if you hear a little few words that you don't understand, it's Liberian English. But you know, one thing I get from the Liberian community is just the overplus. And I love it. So it is not over yet. So next we have that wanted to wish you happy birthday in person all the way from New Hampshire. AC, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> yes, sir, we are serious. But I want to be the first if the church hasn't invited you to this club. I was one of the oldest when we bounded. It's not funny, Charles. So I'll say, welcome to the 50 Club. I mean, I'm a senior in this, so you guys have to bow down. But it's all good. Much love. We touched a long time ago when I first met this lady. It's been a long time coming. All right? Sorry it took me so long, but we got to continue this connection. I said I will make you cry, but... We will. We will. Thank you so much. When Ray and I first got married, I, had, I wasn't schooled in the African culture. And I, you know, I thought I had a few little manners, but I had some, some time to grow. So remember, I made some pork tenderloin. I taught school, so I figured I'm just going to make this, and then we'll have leftovers. But Ashford came over, and he kept eating, and he kept eating, and he kept eating, and he kept eating. And then I just said, I, I had a plan to cook tomorrow. <laughs> and then Ray said, well, baby, we don't want to be like that, just our, our culture. I was so embarrassed, but I am going to feed you well today to make up for it. That was 21 years ago. <laughs> well, it's not over. We have another guest that has driven all the way from Austin. All right, kind sir, if you could come to the stage.
So I'm bringing the comedy. Uh, old preacher in Virginia once said to me, blessed are the brief for they shall be invited back. So uh, you all don't know the, the superstars that you have, do you? And Pastor Ray and Wendy, do you know? You know, people talk about dining with presidents and kings and queens and royalty and celebrities. Well, I had the good pleasure of doing that on many a movie night in Frisco, Texas with our dear friends. President, First Lady, thank you for having me here. Happy birthday. Welcome to the 50s. I'm, I'm closer to the 60s, but I'm glad that we're in this era together. And uh, I want to announce a special, special event that the, you don't know a thing about Pastor Ray. He is an MMA fighter. And I'm promoting his big event, the Lion of Liberia versus the Goliath of Ghana, Van Vicker, is inside joke, <laughs> on pay-per-view, May 1st, no. Happy birthday, it's a fun joke, it's, it's so good to be here. This young man is, and your daughter, beautiful family, look forward to being with you this evening. All right, finally, here it is. Now this one is a doozy, and we just thank Facebook for all of his outreach. You can go ahead and play that music right now and see if you can guess our next guest. Coming to the stage is the one and only Smackdown Jay Taylor. Eric Cole. Uh, I'm not well-versed like you gentlemen here. I just want to say happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> uh, one of my oldest friends uh, got me involved in the church. Uh, Ray, I, 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 nothing I can say. Just happy birthday, man. Thank you. And for those of you, it's a big deal. Charles came in from Atlanta. Fulton came from Dallas. Ashford came from New Hampshire. Marty just drove in from Austin and Jake flew in this morning from California. Yeah, so I was able to, to <laughs> yes. And we go back, Charles, Nia, you have to see Uncle Charles. Charles is Nia's godfather and Auntie Charlene. So we go back 20 plus years. Some of the gentlemen from Liberia, Ray survived the Civil War with. You saw Ezekiel Bambolo. So those of you who don't know his Civil War story, so that's why this is beyond just church and brotherhood. They have been through some life together. And so, and yes, because he was your best man for your wedding. And so we just, we just thank you guys so much. You may take your seats and we'll celebrate. A little later, I'm so, yes, it is crazy. But we have two other very special guests that I don't want to forget. And again, if you're just joining us for the first time, we normally don't have this long of a service, but you know what? You only turn 50 once. So here surprising us today, even surprising me, is Ray's oldest brother, Hale. We call him Lafayette. We call him Faye. So he is the goat. So we're going to invite he and the baby brother, Elio, to come and say a few words to their brother for his birthday. Yeah. 
And as you see, as they come to the stage, fine does run in the family, but ladies, I'm so sorry. Both of them are married with children. No emails to eChurch at Converge. Good evening, Converge Church. My name is Hale Harmon, raised my younger brother. I think enough has already been said. Um, I'd like to wish you happy birthday, happy two score and 10. You are Ray Harmon. Happy birthday, Ray Harmon. That means a lot of different things to a lot of people in this building. Stay being Ray Harmon. May your territory continue to increase and may the best days of the past be the worst days of the future. Happy birthday, my man. Amen. Ray, happy birthday, man. Uh, as our brother said, we uh, got together for brunch with all the men and we shared some stories during brunch. Uh, and I want to share one here. You know, we got to lighten the mood a little bit. He's been crying, right? Yeah, so uh, I'm 10 years younger than him. I look 20 years younger than him. Uh, and you know, when you're that young and you have a, a family of brothers, we roasted each other. And one of the roasts they had for me, because I have a big, big toe, they nicknamed me, my name is Elio, and they called me Evo with the big toe. All right, now you know when you're little, if you got a joke about you that rhymes, that's about as bad as it can get. So one of the gifts that you gave me is thick skin, and you're so, you know, sadistic about it, you make your wife call me Evo with the big toe. <laughs> now I gotta wear Timberlands to the beach, all right? And there was another thing that he roasted me about. You know, I was in kindergarten and there was this girl in my class that was wonderfully and beautifully made, and the last thing I wanted anybody to say was that that was my girlfriend. And guess what they all did to me? Every day, they called her my girlfriend. Yeah, I'm still in therapy about it, but it's all good. All right, Ray, but I love you, man. Uh, one of the things I love most about you is you make being gifted a breeze. There are so many things that come natural to you, and you just handle it with humility, and that's one of the things I take from you. So God bless you another 50 years, give you long life. Oh, we're here on behalf of our dad who couldn't be here. We don't want to forget him. He couldn't be in the church with us. And all of our other siblings who are in Columbus and Minneapolis, etc. So we greet you on behalf of them as well. God bless. Amen. Well, thank you all so much for being such a wonderful surprise. And we have another little treat. Uh, Edward and Janet Hoffman, they are like the Dallas-Fort Worth area Godfather and First Lady to us. They have been, we have our pastoral uh, mentors that we have, but we have friends that have just been there with us through thick and thin. You all saw Pastor Bestman, he dedicated Nia 18 years ago to the Lord and she's still serving the Lord. She's back there producing our program. But I asked Janet and Edward to come because they just, we were together for his 40th. We tried to do a surprise and then they led a grand march for my 40th and we just could not do this without you. And so I'm going to let you do your part and then we will have First Lady Farmer come and then we will keep on and then Bishop is just going to preach down the house. So go ahead and take your shoes off early. Ask the ushers for some tissue. It's going to be church. Even though we want to honor Ray, one thing about Ray Harmon is he loves God. 
And if you love Ray Harmon, you will see his God. And so we wanted to bless him, give honor to whom honor is due, but we're gonna make this service what it's really about, and that is to uplift the name of Jesus. Amen? Come on, Converge. Amen? Wow. My name is Ed Hoffman, and this is my lovely wife, Janet Hoffman. We're good friends of the Harmons. Ray and I go a long way back. But I'm also equally happy to see in the house the fellows from the 80s. <laughs> Ashford, Charles, and all the fellows. Ray, all those brothers, also a good friend of mine. Pastor Wendy, Ray and I had a conspiracy. We were planning to surprise you at service here, my wife and I. And Lord and behold, the Lord was with you and you guided this whole process and the, the plot turned around and we surprised him instead. <laughs> Pastor Ray is the embodiment as we all are. His presence today, seeing the work that he's done and continues to do, is all through the grace of God. Some 30 years ago, I recall, I think Ezekiel spoke about it. Charles, Ashford, we all know. We did not know what the next day had in store for us. Neither did we know if we were going to be alive. We were stranded, stuck in the Civil War. But look today. Look today. God is good all the time. He brought us from tyranny, terror, and mayhem. And His grace has brought us thus far. And His work continues to happen today and is being manifested in the shepherd of the converged flock in the person of Pastor Ray. So Pastor Ray, as you celebrate 50, I, I want to join the fellas and welcome you into the club. We welcome you into the club. May the grace of God be with you. Happy birthday. Happy 21st anniversary. May the good Lord continue to pour upon your, your, your union. So I will leave on today, 2 Corinthians 9-2, which talks about the grace of God. It says, yes, God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace so that you will have more than enough of everything, every moment, and in every way. He will make you overflow with abundance and in every good thing you do. May the grace of God be with you all. God bless you all. Amen, amen, amen. Happy birthday, Pastor Ray. Happy birthday, but um, somebody will come and do that for us. And I'm here to introduce actually the person that is coming up to do that. Who again? <laughs> okay. And um, the person I'm um, privileged tonight to introduce is my best friend. He and I met... Um, Pastor Ray, this year will be 31 years ago. Yeah. 
we met him. We were then missionaries in Sierra Leone. And he would come and ask us questions every Sunday and trying to get his little cornbread and shortbread. <laughs> but we just fell in love with him. We knew that the sky was his limit. We saw greatness in him because at that age, as young as he was being a refugee, refugee there, he was so hungry for the things of God. And, but I'm not talking about him tonight. I'm talking about the one that will talk about him again. He's um, my friend, like I said, but he's a bishop that resides over the Americas, Australia, Europe, North, and uh, what, Korea right now. Um, so he, we work alongside Bishop Johnson, where he serves as the assistant prelate of Harvest Intercontinental Ministries. I wouldn't do much because I, Pastor Randy gave me the bio to read, and I said, well, I'm just going to open the cage and allow the lion to roar. Because if I talk much about him tonight, I will start to preach. But I love this man with every fiber of my being. And I love this man with every fiber of my being. He's the grandfather to six of our grandchildren and the father to our five children. I wanted 10 and he denied me. Anyway, come up my husband. I wanted 10, Pastor Ray, and he denied me 10. So tonight, amen. Please join me as we welcome none else but Rev. Bishop S. Musa Kafe.
reminding me we kept asking for you God didn't know the real name I was looking for Junior Hammer and and then I found out I think I saw a um, something about um, uh, Rima and I saw Ray Hammer I said this must be Junior Hammer and then we got in contact with you. Let me pause to wish you a very, very happy, happy birthday. See, as you enter into the 50, I'm exiting the 50. By God's grace, this November I'll be 60. God has been very good, very good. Let me also say congratulations on your anniversary to you both. God bless you. Your hunger for God during those days in Freetown. I remember every Sunday after church, your pastor would come by our house. And I think Elio was, how old was he at the time? Nine. So if your brother hadn't told me it was you, I would have never known you. 
but good to see you. Uh, but we live in a neighborhood where um, he would just walk a few feet from his house and come um, and just ask questions. Questions about the call of God. How do you know? I still remember that question. How do you know your call of God? Ask questions about the Holy Spirit and just ask questions about ministry. And as I look back, those were moments that I call God's moment. You were searching. You were hungry. And you wanted to serve God. And so the first time I heard you preach in Silver Spring, uh, Bishop Johnson's church, uh, presiding bishop, we were in surprise. We were not surprised. And so when your wife asked through a text and said, Bishop, will you come and speak a word in Ray's life. And then I remember that every first Friday is our encounter a weekend. So we do Friday night worship, prayer, and just minister to our people. And then Saturday morning is deliverance session. Sunday is, um, is miracle service. And then I pray and share with my wife and uh, and then realized that this would be a good moment and a, another God's moment. So this is no surprise. This is not a coincidence. This is a God's incident. God bless you. So your text, would you kindly come? And speak a word into Ray's life. Those words led me to pray. And as I prayed, I asked the Lord to give me a word for you. Certainly for the church and for this occasion, but for you. The Lord spoke clearly to my heart. From the passage I'm about to minister from, uh, I knew then that God spoke, yes, because of what she said, but as I prayed and studied the text, it became overwhelmingly clear to me that God wants me to minister this word to you and to this church. Because of the prophetic nature of the text. I have to preach it. Because she said, would you come as we celebrate his birthday to speak a word? So I thought it was just to come and pray and it just. But then I had to get some clarity. It was to come and preach. You see, you got to ask questions. If you don't understand. Or if you don't know what you don't know, ask some questions. So, so, so in the place of prayer, God dropped into my spirit, Psalms 112. And as I 
begin to study the text. The very first verse in Psalms 112 caught my attention. So we will read the entire Psalm 12. And by the way, I'll never preach from the book of Psalms. I just preach from the book of Psalm as my foundational text. I always use it um, to support whatever I'm preaching. But the Lord said to me, go to Psalms 12. Because I wonder a word for you. A prophetic word for you. So let me warn all of you uh, that as you read the text, there are some truths will come out of that text. They will drum at you. Actually, they scream at you. Because the text is full of, of a prophetic or prophetic utterances by the author. In fact, the author of the text is unknown. The author of Psalms 112 is unknown, according to my studies. So be warned that the text, truths out of that text will scream at you. They will drum at you. Let's read Psalms 112 quickly, 10 verses. But our message is from verse 1. Can I be myself? Yes, sir. Am I free to preach? Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you. We open our hearts to you. That you will speak by your spirit. Speak into our hearts. Speak your word. Your word. That gives light. And at the entrance of your word into our hearts. Let darkness. Let unanswered questions. Unsolved problems. Be answered and solved. Let light reveal. The glory of God. Let the light of your word reveal the glory of God. I thank you and I bless you for this man of God. Thank you for his life. Thank you for the testimony of his life. We give you praise. May the word of God that we are about to read and minister out of bring light illumination in jesus name amen amen before we preach let me recognize the presence of the bishops in the house god bless you bishop Koto. god bless you you and your wife god bless you uh, bishop bestman and your wife god bless you good to see you amen and if there are other bishops in the house ministers in the house god bless you i am thankful let me also thank you Pastor, Pastor Riz, God bless you. God bless you. I didn't see you. God bless you. Good to see you. God bless you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I sent your text. Did you see my text? Okay. 
I just, I just want to make sure I submit to it that I was in your town. Okay? Amen. But Pastor Wendy, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you for my preferment to minister here today. Amen. God bless you. What an honor. Hallelujah. So let's go to Psalms, uh, Psalm 112, please. And I want to be quick and get out, of your, get out of your way. In Psalm 112, and I'm going to read from uh, the King James Version of the Bible. Amen. Praise God. Psalms 112. <laughs> It says, praise ye the Lord. Blessed or blessed is the man that fears the Lord, that delights yet or delights greatly in his commandments. And then it says, his seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house. His righteousness endureth forever. Unto the upright there ariseth light in darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man shows favor and lends and lends. He will guard his affairs with discretion. Surely he shall not be moved. Forever, the righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. He shall not be afraid of evil news or evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He shall not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. He hath dispersed or dispersed. He hath given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The wicked shall see it and be grieved. He shall gnash with his feet and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. I believe there's a prophetic word for you. Because as I was in the place of prayer, the Lord said, go to Psalm 112. The moment I read verse 1, the Lord said, that is the word for him. The rest is your prophetic word. So I, I focus on verse 1 and bring out of verse 1 two, I believe, two thoughts that will help us understand what is it God has done in your life and why this gathering is a God's moment. And not just another service. And I understand that this is your first in-person service. But I believe this is a setup for God to bless you. For God to allow you to lift up your eyes and gaze. Because you are at the horizon of a new venture into the things of God. God is about to pull you and to pull you up into something very, very, very powerful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, when you read the Psalms. Verse, according to verse 1 of, of the text, we are given two primary reasons why a man can be graciously blessed by God. Two reasons in verse 1. Why a man or a woman 
can be blessed by God. In fact, the writer says, and he provides us a list of the character of the man that God blesses. Secondly, the writer gives us a list describing God's blessings upon such a man. Thirdly, I am persuaded that the two reasons provided in verse 1 of our text have compelled us, and I use the word uh, compel, and I add an adjective to it. Divine compulsion comes from God. So I believe this is a divine compulsion that you were set this day to honor your pastor being the first day of your gathering. Hallelujah. It is not by chance, Sister Pastor Wendy. This is a divine compulsion. And those watching by social media, God has designed this day to honor him because of the man of God that you have become. So we celebrate the God that's in you. We celebrate the God that have lifted you up and have caused you to rise up to this level of ministry. You see, these two reasons in verse 1 of, of the 112 Psalm, I believe, serve as the divine foundation. Divine foundation for this celebration. So let me congratulate you again. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. This is important. So two things quickly. First of all, notice that verse 1 says, if I can have verse 1, blessed is the man, or blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. The writer says, that the man who fears the Lord is blessed. And the scripture says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? Wisdom. Now if you notice and you know your pastor, he's a man of wisdom. He has a lot of wisdom. And one of the ways you can tell that the man has wisdom is when he, has a, when he asks a lot of questions. So the first thought I want to bring out of the text is that blessed is the man who fears the Lord. Now, strong define blessed as happy. So he says, happy is a man who fears the Lord. And the word happy is as used in the text, or blessed as used in this text, means to be merry, to be cherry, to be jovial. It means to be joyful, to be content, or to have contentment. It means carefree. It means untroubled it means to delight now if you know Ray Hammer when he gets into a room the place lights up he knows how to bring joy 
into a gathering. He knows how to uh, point people uh, to Christ. He knows how to calm you. He has a way of throwing in some jokes so that you are calm. I watched him over the years, meeting in Maryland. I've listened to him just calm, calmly share jokes, but at the same time brings Jesus in the conversation. When you know a man, you will be able to understand what is it that God is doing in his life. And I watch you, Pastor Ray, that you are a man who feared the Lord. The psalmist is describing by experience, hallelujah, uh, and by revelation of the Holy Spirit, that a man who fears the Lord is blessed, he is happy, he is merry, hallelujah, he is full of life. Nothing brings him down, even if he has problems. He carries himself because he understands by revelation that he is a man of God and that God is on his side. This is how he will, he will smile. You see him do this? Then he's about to say something. <laughs> I watch you, brother. <laughs> He doesn't stand still. He does this. <laughs> so the psalmist speaks by experience, but by the spirit of God, he is speaking prophetically. That the man who fears God is blessed. Fear According to, to, to Brown, Driver, and, and, and Briggs definition of the word fear, it means to be reverential. It means to stand in awe of God. It means to reverence God. It means to honor God. It means to respect God. So what is he saying? He said, if a man, it doesn't matter who he is, from Liberia, from America, from China, if he fears God, if he reverence God, if he's in awe of God, and he respects God, and honors God, it does not matter whether you're from Liberia, to the wall, he said he will lift you up. That's the promise of God. It is a promise by experience, it is a promise prophetically. Now God is saying, as you honor him, as you fear him, ah, my God, he says, you are blessed. That means the blessings of the Lord doesn't come because of what you know or what you have. It comes because you fear God. And this is not a fear to be hit by a baseball bat or fear that you are afraid of God. This is reverential fear. And if anybody knows this man of God, he fears God. He fears God. He honors God. Ladies and gentlemen, God is no respecter of persons. If you fear God, God has promised you blessings. 
And what fear does, the fear of God to be um, reverential towards God means you honor him. It means you respect him. It means you, you obey him. Rain or shine, day or night, you will honor God in the public and in your private places. Somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, I feel something coming upon me now. I feel it, I feel it, I feel it. Hallelujah. So, 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 he says, if you fear God, if you honor God, if you show respect to God, because there are people who do not honor God, and here I want to be blessed by God. No, sir. You cannot be disrespectful, dishonoring to God, and he blesses you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God says, if you, uh, if you will honor me, if you will bless me, if, if, if you will respect me, I bless you. And the Lord spoke to me and said that we, as his people, it is he who blesses us. It's not your job. It's not your bank account. It's not your houses and your material possessions. It is the blessings of the Lord that makes rich. And it asks no sorrow. You see, you can support the work of God, but you cannot bless the work of God. You can give to your pastor, but you cannot bless him. The blessing comes from him who is above. It is God who blesses. So we've come to honor him because he cannot honor himself. You can respect yourself, but you cannot honor yourself. It takes others to honor you. So this is a good thing to honor the man of God. To honor the God that is in him. The God that is using him and have molded his life to be what he is. And this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when a man reverentially fears God, God empowers him to excel. Because the word blessed me to be empowered to excel. So what God is saying, if you will honor me, if you will fear me, if you will, be, if you will reverence me, he says, I will empower you by my spirit. I will empower you by my grace. I will cause you by my power to excel. It is God who causes those who fear him to excel. The word also means, the word bless also means, to be empowered to prosper. So it is God who empowers us to prosper. You can come from the hood. If you will fear God, Lilibosha, a horse is a windy say, telling us, I'm from the hood. And I said, look at God, look at God, look at God. Look how God has caused this woman, this girl from the hood to look like a princess. Talk like a princess. Walk like a princess. Why? 
because she feared the Lord. Hear me. There is nothing you can give God or do that will cause God to bless you. There is nothing you and I can give God that that will cause God to empower us to prosper. Empower us to excel. There's only one thing and it's in verse 1. The fear of the Lord. See, when you fear the Lord, you will honor him. When you fear the Lord, you will be in awe of him. You will never become too familiar with him. There are people who God has blessed and they become familiar with God. And they stop fearing him. Still humble. Still humble. Continue to fear God. Because therein, ladies and gentlemen, God has promised to empower you and me so that we excel, so that we prosper. And prosperity doesn't just mean money. Prosperity is not limited to money. Prosperity means to have all that you need for this life. Okay? But to give it to others as well. To share with those who are in need. And we are to prosper in every area of our lives. On your job, in your business, in your marriage, in your home, in ministry. So God will bless you. Means he will empower you to excel in every area of your life. You follow me? So, so, so we, 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 we want to uh, uh, stress that it is very important that we understand the source of our blessings. And what is it that God is expecting us to do? And the only thing he says, the first thing he says in verse 1 is to fear him. Reverential fear. When a man fears the Lord, God empowers him to excel and to prosper. To increase. To go from one level to the next. You see, when you are blessed in God, you are never stagnant. There is no limitation placed on you when you are blessed by God. Is somebody hearing me? So I prophesy that because you fear the Lord, because you honor the Lord, because you are in awe of his greatness, his power, his nature, I declare unto you, there shall be no limitations on you. I prophesy that you shall go from glory to glory, from strength to strength. Because the word blessed means to be in power continually so that you excel and prosper. The, the second thing that I see in the voice, in verse 1, he says, blessed is the man that delights greatly 
The writer adds that adjective, and it's important. Now, he could have said, blessed is the man who delights in his commandments. But it became necessary. God inspired the writer of this psalm to include greatly. And it's important because we tend to retrogress. We tend to become inconsistent. We give God how and pieces of our time, of our lives, of our finances, of our resources, and our gifts and our talents. God says, no. Blessed or blessed is the man who delights greatly. Listen, give God your best. Give God your best. Convert church. Give God your best. By the way, the prayer team just give God their best. I have to try to behave as a bishop. I'm like, wow. And I saw my wife almost got into her dancing mood. And I think she thought about the, the heels that she has on. Because she's a dancer. But listen, God wants his best. The best and the first belongs to him. Let me say that again. Your best and your first belongs to God. You cannot give him the last and the worst. It has to be the best. Hallelujah. The writer is teaching us in the second part of this verse how important it is for us to delight in God. Delight in, his, in God's commandments. And he says, to delight in his commandments greatly. And the word greatly means very much. It means, by, it means to, to delight in God by a considerable amount. It, it means to a great extent. It means too much. Over and above. Substantially. So he's saying that if a man or a woman is going to be blessed, empowered to prosper, to excel, he must delight greatly in God's commandments. You cannot dishonor God and expect God to bless you. Now, there are general blessings that God will bring upon us because God is gracious, God is good. But hear me, there are specific purposeful blessings for your life that God will allow you to experience if you will begin to delight in his commandments. 
This is so important. Hallelujah. Because a lot of church goers just come to church. Not this church, but the church down the street. Come to church. Just to get blessings. They want to be blessed. But never want to serve him. They never delight in him. They do not fear him. Yet want to be blessed by him. So I took the time to, to search strong concordance. To find out what the word delight means. Both um, strong and brown driver and bricks um, English and English and the lexicon uh, dictionary define the word the same it means to take pleasure to take pleasure in God's commandment it means <laughs> the word means to desire how much do we desire God's word is it just Sunday morning? Or Wednesday night? Is it just for this first impressing service? If you are going to be blessed by God, He's saying you must delight in His word, His commandment greatly. It means to be pleased with His word. You know, there are folks who don't receive every word that we preach from the pulpit. Not this church, it's a church down the street. That one down the street. Folks want to hear what they want to hear. But if you're only hearing what you want to hear, then you are not growing in Christ. Then you really don't love his commandments greatly. It means you don't delight in his commandment. God says, delight in my commandment and I bless you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Notice he doesn't say, bring your tithes and your offerings so I bless you. He said, it's not all. He said, delight in my word. Because if you do, then everything else will fall in place. When you hear the word, you obey. When you hear the word, you will do. When you hear the word, you will become. Because the word, first and foremost, makes you to be. Because if you don't become, you cannot do. Watch. Those who try to do what are becoming, they fail miserably. Because they do not have the character built up in them by the word. The word of God makes you to become then it is in your nature in your character to do become and then do so there are people who need miracles from God they need or they want miracles for God from God but they never try to become all that God wants them to become so they struggle and they make God look like a liar. But the last time I checked, God does not lie. What he says, he will do. He will sure to do it. 
It is your problem, not his. It is our problem, not his. Because we will learn to delight in his word. Then the word of God works. It will work in your life, in your business, in your marriage, in your, on your job. It will work. Because the word that is worked is able to work in you and make you become so that you can do. You got to become before you can do. If you try to do without becoming, you are fake. You are fake. Oh yeah, you are fake. If Pastor Hammer had not become, he would not be where he is today. And you cannot stop becoming because every time you read the word or you hear the word, that word comes into your life to transform you. It is the transformation of the word of God in your life that makes you become. So that's what Paul says in Romans chapter 12. He pleaded with the church in Rome. He said, present your body to God as a living sacrifice that's holy and acceptable. So you have to become a living sacrifice. You have to become a holy sacrifice. You have to become a sacrifice that is acceptable to him. Three dimensions. And that's called consecration. My bishop says, that's consecration. If you're not consecrated to God, you cannot delight greatly in his word. Converse church. Those watching about social media. You have to be consecrated to him. The pastor Royal was meditating today, and the Lord said to me, A pastor has the power to influence the people who believe in his ministry and who honor him and who submit to the anointing on his life. And when they do, they become just like him. So it's easy for the men to see in you that you're a family man. You're full of love because that's why you demonstrate. And without saying anything to any of them, they want to become just like you. You influence them. The same goes for Pastor Wendy. God has placed you in a position of influence because you delight greatly in his commandments. So a man is blessed. A man is empowered. To excel. And to prosper. When he desires the word of God. And stands in awe. Not just on Sunday morning when he comes to the pulpit. But stands in awe. As a left star. Because it is what he becomes. And when he becomes that man. It is easier for him to do because his character, his mind, his will, and his emotions have been influenced by the word of God so that he is transformed. 
supposed to renew your mind with what? The word of God. And when your mind is renewed, to the degree that your mind is renewed, you become transformed. And it is an ongoing process. It is not a one-time event. So that's why you come to church every Sunday. That's why you get online every Sunday. You come to Bible studies every week. So that you hear the word again and again. Why? So that your mind is renewed. And to the degree that your mind is renewed, you are transformed. Now, it's hard to say, now in this trouble, the church down the street, there are folks who come to church in the morning, one or the night, but they're still the same. I've seen people who don't change. It's not that God is not powerful. It's not that the word is not powerful. And I'm speaking to you from the church down the street, if you're here visiting, that you need to be transformed. You cannot be transformed without delighting greatly in the word. There is no transformation without the renewal of your mind. Your soulless realm needs to be renewed so that you are transformed. You see, then you will be able to prove, testify, demonstrate, as a way in the court setting, the proof, the evidence. What is that good? What is that perfect and acceptable will of God? There are a lot of Christians who are unable. I want to listen to this. They are unable to testify, to show proof. Not you. It's a bunch down the street. They are unable to show proof of their Christianity. No evidence of their born again experience. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to the next group. They have no evidence. To show forth to the world that they belong to Jesus. You know why? Because they fail to delight themselves greatly in the word of God. So that their minds are renewed. Their emotions are renewed. Their will is renewed. And then transformation takes place. And by the time they are transformed, they become. If you're not transformed, you never become. So the questions he was asking us 30 years ago in Freetown, Sierra Leone, when we were missionaries, we were very poor missionaries. We were the first missionaries of poorest missionaries, first missionaries of Bethel Water Ministry now, uh, Harvest. Very poor. And he will testify uh, that the, our little girl, Sia, you know, her mom, his mother, May also rest in peace. Loved us. Loved us. And was so nice to us. Our little girl. She would smell the bread coming from the, um, the bakery. And she would say to us, I want bread. And sometimes we didn't even have 20 leons to buy bread. 
And we delighted in the word of the Lord. We've trusted God. Have no idea that we'll be in this great United States of America. For they were there waiting for, for, for the paperwork to go through so that they come to the U.S. See, they were refugees and we were missionaries. They were forced out of Liberia because of the war. We chose to go in to preach the gospel. Where there is a consciousness and a desire for what God's word. Let me tell you something. There is a provision for you to experience the greatness of God. The provision is already there. That word is a prophetic word. Let me take you to my last point. Okay? Then I'll get out of your way. So right after he talks about the man of God who fears God, who delights in God's commandments greatly. The next verse, verse 2. Give me verse 2. From verse 2 to verse 10, ladies and gentlemen, it is a prophetic word. The writer is describing and declaring prophetically what happens to the man. Who fears the Lord and delights greatly in his commandments. He says, his descendants, his children will be mighty on the earth. I prophesy that your son and your daughter shall be mighty on the earth. Because you fear the Lord and you delight greatly in his word. You see, God is a generational God. God is not just about you. He's about your posterity. God thinks generationally. Levi, God is thinking about you. In him, through him, God has a plan for your life. Where's your sister? Where's your sister? God says, the man who fears him, the woman who fears him, and delights greatly in his word. He says, his children, her children will be mighty on the earth. This is a prophetic word that once it is obeyed, it is naturally or supernaturally perform it is performed you don't have to tweak it you don't have to force it or manipulate it the word works when you obey the word the power of the word it's almost a ripple effect that takes place because you fear the Lord because you delight greatly in his word. Now I'm not going to go through all the verses because <laughs> but let me bring something, one more thing out of that verse. Notice in verse 2 after he gave this prophetic word he said the generation of the upright. Notice, notice. Now he gives a name to the man in verse 1. He calls the man in verse 1 who fears the Lord 
huh? who delights in his word, he called him the upright. When you fear God, you are up and you are right. When you fear God, you will be up and you will be right. That means you are straight. I hear the young people saying, are you straight? Yeah, I'm straight. But they, they ain't straight. They be walking like this. When a man fears God, when a woman fears God, they walk straight. And they'll be right. Why? Because they have become and now they are doing it by walking right and walking up. Are you here? But he gives a second, a second prophetic word in verse 2. Look at verse 2. He said, the generation of the upright will be blessed. So the blessing is not just on you, Ray. He said, your generation, because of what you have established, your spiritual DNA will impact your son and your daughter. It will impact their children and their children's children. Listen to me. It doesn't matter what you may experience now and be experiencing now. You walk upright. You delight in the word of the Lord. Because that which has been prophesied in this verse shall come to pass. Your generation, your generation, your generation shall be blessed. What it means is, you got to let go of instant gratification. Because sometimes it's not going to be pleasing or pleasurable when difficulties come. And then we tend to want to take some shortcuts. Don't do it. Now we read down to verse 10. In fact, let, let me go to verse 9. Let me stop. Let me stop at verse 9. Give me verse 9. Give me verse 9. Look at what he says. I'm getting too young. Now, if you read the entire psalm, he called the upright the righteous man. In fact, twice in the passage, he refers to him as the righteous man. And then he says, His righteousness shall endure to generations to come. So God is thinking about generational blessings. That's why it is critical that we become so that we, we live a life of doing his pleasure, doing his will. And by doing so, that which he has promised to bless us with will become our experience. So in verse 9 he says, the righteous man, this do who fears the Lord, who delights in his commandments, he dispersed abroad. Now, I'm sure you, you, you know that your pastor is very generous. He's a good man. Because he understands if you throw your bread upon the waters, after many days, it will come back. He has given to the poor. He gives to the poor. I hear that this church gives to missions. You support missionaries. His righteousness endures forever. And I love all of that. But Pastor Ray, 
verse now, the end part of verse now is what caught my attention. He says, His own shall be exalted. His own. The horn is used symbolically as his authority. In fact, the Bible speaks of the horn of the unicorn. He says, your, 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 your horn shall be exalted as that of the unicorn. What is he saying? The writer is prophesying to you. And I join my voice with his voice to prophesy to you. He is speaking about your dominion. Where God has taken you, he has to release upon you this word. That your horn, your authority, your dominion, your influence shall extend. It shall be exalted with honor. God will cause you to operate in dominion and power and influence so that the honor that is to you will come upon you. Those who despise you, there is coming a day that they will honor you. Is somebody hearing me? I prophesy there is coming a day that they shall honor you. Not because of you, but because of the God that you serve. So what is, give me the towel please. What is the starting point? Your starting point is your decision to surrender your life to Jesus. It begins at your desire, decision to give your heart to Jesus. The heart that is not given to him cannot fear him. Cannot delight greatly in his commandments. Maybe you are sitting here this evening and you have backslidden. Or you don't have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. This is your moment. I've told you about the Spirit of God. That God wants to bless you. And what you need to do to experience that blessing is to surrender your life to him. And when you get born again, instantly he forgives your sin. Instantly he redeems you. Instantly you become his righteousness. Instantly you become justified. Instantly you become holy. Instantly you become a brand new creation. And God says, this is my plan for you. This is God's plans for you. All heads bow, all eyes closed. If the priest has a song to sing, that's fine. But if you are here and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or perhaps you surrendered to him before, but now, you cannot say for sure that you are born again or that you are living for Christ or that you are committed to Him. Maybe you've been hurt, disappointed. You've been asking questions. Whether God loves you. Whether Christianity is real. 
maybe you're confused and sometimes church folks do confuse unbelievers or visitors I want to give you an opportunity just raise your hand let me pray for you quickly if you want to surrender to Jesus just raise your hand I see one hand up and nobody else you want to surrender to Christ I see two hands will you please stand with me just stand with me take that next step just stand thank you Jesus hallelujah if you're already already serious about this I want to come to the altar I want to touch you I want to shake your hands I want to pray for you just come just come come to the altar welcome to the kingdom welcome to the kingdom I'm going to lead you in a very short prayer but make it your prayer it's your prayer I'm just helping you okay make it your prayer repeat after me say dear God in heaven I believe in my heart Jesus died for me he was buried on the third day, he rose from the dead. With my mouth, I confess him as my Lord, my Master, and my Savior. Jesus, come into my heart right now. Thank you, Jesus. You promised. You promised. When I called upon you, you will come. I believe you have come. I believe you are in my heart. Thank you, Lord. I am born again because I believe that Jesus is Lord. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for my brother and thank you for my sister. I commit them to you. They have heard your word <laughs> and they have surrendered to fear you and to delight in your word greatly for the rest of their lives. In Jesus' name, I bless you now. Amen. Turn around, please. Turn around. Come on, receive them. Receive them. Receive them. Hallelujah. Let me pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for this church. I thank you for what you have done. 21 years. I thank you for what you are doing now. And I thank you for what you shall do. I thank you for this elevation. I believe that the children born in this house are blessed. The men of this house are blessed. The women of this house are blessed. I thank you. They are blessed because they fear you and they delight in your word greatly. In Jesus' name. Wow, what a day, what a day. Thank you, Lord, for this wonderful word from the bishop.
Uh, just some incredible word today, and we received that, and uh, we bless our pastor. And um, if you were in the audience, and if you gave your life to Christ, even if you didn't come up to the stage, we want to help you with some resources. So if you'd come over, our team is ready. And likewise, if you have any special prayer requests, if you need a, a, somebody to connect with you and pray with you about a particular uh, thing, we have our prayer warriors over here. Uh, Brother Coquetso is ready, and uh, we'd be happy for you to come over, and uh, he'll be willing to pray with you, he and the team. So uh, we ask you to do that, and I understand that uh, we want to have some words from our pastor. Let's welcome him. Amen. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, Converge. Wow. This is amazing. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You may be seated. You may be seated for a few quick moments. I promise you tonight I only got one close. I promise you one close. But I would be remiss. I would be remiss if I didn't take a moment to thank you for the overwhelming, the generous outpouring of love uh, that you've shown over the last several days. In fact, um, there are two things I've been saying uh, since Wednesday. One, that my heart is full. And two, that my cup runs over. Because of everything you have poured into me over the past week. I told the men this morning that sometimes you can grow accustomed to running on fumes. Sometimes you can grow accustomed to playing hurt. Sometimes you grow accustomed to living on empty. And for most pastors, that's the truth. But what you have poured into me this week is sufficient. Listen to me, it is sufficient for the journey. So I want to acknowledge some people in the room uh, because it is no small thing to watch a video and see people you haven't talked to since your army days talking about how their lives were impacted. Why don't you stand, Jake? Because I want to acknowledge Jake. If you've, ever, if you've ever heard me talk about my time in the Army, being stationed at Fort Campbell, Kentucky, and you've heard me talk about a guy named Shane Sweck and how I led Shane Sweck to Christ, and then Shane had a roommate named Dave Mays who saw the transformation in Shane's life and said, man, I want to know what you're drinking. Come on, somebody. And Shane told him, I ain't drinking nothing. I've just tasted and seen that the Lord is good. Come on. And so Shane's roommate, Dave, I had the privilege of leading Dave to the Lord because he saw the transformation in Shane. Now, David Mays had a roommate who's here with us today, and his name is Jake Taylor. And Jake saw the transformation in Shane and David, and he wanted to know what they were drinking. And Jake found Jesus. And we all went to the same church in Clarksville, Tennessee in the late 90s. Clarksville Family Bible Church. I haven't seen Jake since, since 99. And Jake is here today. Come on, let's show our love for Jake Taylor. Listen, where are my, where are my Rick's dragons? All my Rick's dragons, why don't you stand quickly? My man Fulton Smith. These are guys I went to high school with. That's in the late 80s. 
These are guys I play basketball with. And they can attest to the fact that your pastor had game. Come on, somebody. Listen, listen. Listen, listen, listen. Was I above the rim or not? Above the rim? Ashford Cooper. Was our Steph Curry? Deadly from the outside, man. Charles Dumba, my dude. Stood in my wedding, played on our basketball team, mad handles. Fulton Smith, same thing. Deadly from the outside. And they're here, man, after 30 years. Come on, somebody. Anybody got a basketball by chance? We might want to get a little 1v1 in. A little, no, 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 no 1v1. Okay, 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 okay. Listen, what's that? Oh, yeah, I know, right? I know. Listen, I got to show some love uh, to my dear sister. Flew in all the way from Baltimore, Maryland. Listen, listen, uh, this is her second time with Converge. Patricia, why don't you stand with us? She was here for our 10th anniversary. And, uh, and uh, I'm going to speak prophetically to you because she's kind of waiting for my other brother who's not here to put a ring on it. But I'm going to say welcome to the family in advance in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody. Listen, my dude, my dude, Marty Jones is in the house. Marty, why don't you stand? Dear friend of ours. Uh, and he introduced himself, man, but a dear friend. Listen, in the clutch, in the clutch, when I wanted to do something special for Pastor Wendy, uh, I called Marty. And I said, Pastor Wendy's in New York with Nia. I want to do something real special, man. Can you hook a brother up? And he moved heaven and earth. Listen to me moved heaven and earth to get me tickets to Hamilton on Broadway in the best section in the theater. And he's here today. Man, thank you so much. Love you. Love you. Love you dearly. Listen, uh, I got to show some love because today uh, the worship, listen to me, off the charts. Y'all have me crying. Y'all, y'all, yeah, 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 yeah. You know that ugly Oprah cry. Y'all couldn't see me on the front row because y'all were behind me? Yeah, but I got it in. I got it in. I may have a little bit of residue on the front, one of them seats over there from all that mucus transfer. I will wash my hands after service. If you want to shake my, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. But I got to say a big thank you uh, to Pastor Derek Golden. Uh, and Ilya Golden of Amazing Church. Uh, the singers you saw, if you didn't recognize them, man, they're from our dear friends at Amazing Church. Pastor Derek Golden is one of our uh, board members. And uh, man, thank you guys so much for spending time with us. Listen, that rendition of I Love the Lord. I need to stop before I start crying again. Come on, white chocolate. Why don't you step into the limelight right there? Come on. Come out and show some love for Justin Timberlake. There you go. That's my dude. Converge worship. Uh, listen, to all the amazing pastors, the DFW pastors from the Liberian community, why don't you stand? I just want to honor you. Our bishop, Nathan Kortu, is here. Uh, he's the bishop of all the pastors in the LCA DFW, Austin Ricks, and your wives, I'm sorry, and your beautiful wives. Come on, because y'all don't do this alone. Y'all don't do this alone. Your wives are here with you. I wanted to say a big thank you. 
And to my Converge family, thank you guys uh, for every text, every phone call, every message, and just being a support to Pastor Wendy over the last several weeks as she's planned and prepared, and, and the band as well. Uh, I really, really appreciate all of you and everything you've done to make today, uh, today possible. Uh, but none of this would be possible uh, without the woman that God has blessed me with for the last 21 years. Come on, somebody. Yeah, there you go. Listen, my mocha princess, the one, the only, Wendy Sheila Harmon. My ride or die, my ace buku, my Proverbs 31 woman, my Ruth, my everything. Come on, somebody. We honor you and we celebrate you. And I don't know what else we have. I think Chuck is going to come as we dismiss, but to Bishop Coffey and Pastor Farmer. Thank you for making the trip all the way from Houston, Texas. I remember those days in Freetown, Sierra Leone, when I sat at your feet and learned all I could about the gospel. And you talked about how uh, challenging it was. And today, because of your faithfulness, uh, they oversee churches. Here it is. These are Liberian pastors, Liberian leaders that oversee churches, not only in Brazil, because I was with them in Campo Grande, Brazil, but across Europe, in France. Oh, are you here, Waleska? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Waleska's here, she's from Brazil. She's our children's minister, such a blessing. But we thank God for your faithfulness over the years and, uh, and your love for me. Last thing I'm gonna say, this Jubilee celebration has been outstanding. Uh, thank you for all uh, that you've poured into me. And this last thing I'm gonna say, because I want you to hear it loud and clear. One of the things God said about Jubilee is that when you celebrate Jubilee, it's the year that all your debts are canceled. So if I owe you money, take it up with Jesus. All right, all right. That's a good word, Pastor. A good word, Pastor. All right, why don't you stand to your feet? Let me bless you out. This has been a great day. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. If you were impacted by today's worship experience, we'd love to hear from you. Maybe today's sermon was exactly what you needed to hear or you prayed the prayer of salvation for the first time. If so, we've got some information that we'd love to send you to help kickstart your relationship with God. Or if you want more information on how to join our virtual family, please email us at echurch at weareconverged.com. If you'd like to partner with us financially, you can do so online safely and securely by visiting www.weareconverged.com forward slash give. Or you can give via text by texting Converge Give along with the dollar amount that you'd like to donate to 77977. Also, you can find all this information on our mobile app. Simply search the app or the Play Store for Converge Church Plano and download the app. It's that easy.
Thank you again for joining us for today's worship experience. We look forward to staying connected with you.